0: FSR.
2: Now let's get this party started! You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I hate that song.
0: Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Oh! As tonight, a huge West Coast showdown in the NBA getting underway a few moments from now. The Lakers and the Clippers... Following the Mavericks, uh, putting the finishing touches on this win over the Nets right now. Uh, it's 112 107 with about six seconds left to go. And, Mike, I'll tell you what, I, I'd like to think the Lakers are going to keep rolling. And, you know, Anthony Davis says, We're back. And, hey, we're yeah, back. Sure. And I'm my chest. But, ooh, I got a feeling tonight's going to be an ugly night for the Lakers, man. Everybody is sleeping on the Clippers. I think I was a year too early on them. And we talk about the teams that can win. And we're, we're caught up right now with all the here come the Nets in the east and the Sixers are holding on and maybe we have to start treating the Suns like they're for real and even though they're winning and winning and winning and the same thing with the Jazz and what about the Nuggets and Jokic and the Clippers are to that team now 22 games over 500 they're going yeah everything is all good I think we might have been a year early on the Clippers and and that's the team we're not talking about enough as far as the championship goes because I got a feeling tonight's going to be a big blowout win for L.A. Question. I like that for L.A. So you like
5: that? You could huh? be right either way. Nicely. Exactly. done. Exactly. No, I look. We, it's a question we asked Dan Wojcicki yesterday. Right. I, I just laid it up going. Why aren't we talking about this team? There's two teams that have kind of gone under the radar. Nobody's talking about Clippers and the Bucks. Why? Because I think it's the show me as as alluded to yesterday and as you and i have talked about on and off with this squad all year it's the all right that's great like even going back to the blake griffin chris paul and and lob city day it was all right it's exciting it's fun to watch right deandre jordan terrorizing people in the low post whatever else it was all fun but They didn't win when it mattered. So you just push them to the back, right? They go on the back shelf and you work with the stuff that's exciting uh, and you think truly has a chance and doesn't have to get past some organizational identity uh, that seems to pop its head up every now and again. You know, like the Mets or the Jets, <laughs> sure, or formerly Tyshirt's Browns, all of those yeah. things. But when it comes to this, I mean, you're also looking now, the degree of difficulty for tonight is even bigger, right? LeBron we know is out. Schroeder we know is out. And now Taylor Horton Tucker, who had a big play in the win that they pulled out, um, he's out tonight and tomorrow with a grade one calf strain. So it's it really is the Alex Caruso show to try to make things happen the next couple of nights.
0: And Alex Caruso, his 40th point of the night. Still in the first quarter. Timeout Clippers. They want to talk it over. But it's, these are the
5: games that you'll get to do, right? Uh, yes. uh, if you're go- When you go to the negotiating table for the next contract,
0: <laughs> whether it's with the Lakers or whatever else, look how I stepped up. Yeah,
2: look what if what you I did didn't, here. then those tapes don't
0: exist. <laughs> and these are also games when the when uh, TNT and ESPN are ready to go back and go, yeah, you see this nationally televised game we had? You Look who we didn't have playing. Uh, look at all these people who missed that. Look at all this money that we're missing out on. Uh, so, Lakers and Clippers again uh, set to tip off a few minutes from now, uh, and again I think it's going to be a big, big blowout win for the Clippers. And we uh, really we are we are not talking about them enough. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, meanwhile, speaking of guys we don't talk about enough, let's how about a guy that we talked about hardly at all who is going straight to the Hall of Fame, who maybe we talk about him more tonight than we ever have in his career until this point. Uh, The big bombshell story of the day. The Angels cut ties with Albert Pujols uh, two months into the final season of his contract. They designate him for assignment. Uh, He will be a free agent for the second time in his 21-year career coming up in a couple of days uh, when he clears waivers. So he wants to continue his career Mm-hmm. This came down to a deal about playing time. And before we get into Albert Poulos' legacy, which is a really weird one, uh, you know, he wants to keep playing, and he was upset that he wasn't in the lineup uh, last night when Ryan Yarbrough was pitching because he does well against him. He was like 6-for-9 throughout his career, and, and he was upset he wasn't in the lineup, and the Angels told him, look, this is kind of what it's going to be. You're hitting under 200, all right? Your on-base percentage is 250. Uh, it's not going well, and we're going to make room for other players. He wanted his release. They gave it to him. They said they were proud that he was an angel for the last 10 years. But, wow, man, I mean, uh, not facing Ryan Yarbrough, that, that pushes Albert Pujols out the door with the Angels. And here's the thing, Mike, with Albert Pujols, all right, just think about this for a second. This is 10 years with the Angels. First thing, and I say this all the time, the big contracts, like Albert Pujols, never work out. They never do. When you give a guy ten years and three hundred million dollars, and look, the Mets are going to find it out with Francisco Lindor. As excited as I was, and he he did have a couple of walks and a hit today. Uh, the Mets are going to find out at some point. Oh boy, what's going on with that deal? The big contracts never work out because the last half of them are terrible, and it is clear. And you can't even you can't even make this 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 discussion that. Albert Pujols wasn't even close to the player he was with St. Louis. And when St. Louis had him for the best years of his career and he, was a, he won the World Series, he was a cardinal for life, and they said, we're okay with you leaving, that should have been huge warning bells, all right? 11 years in St. Louis, he was an all-star 10 times, all right? 10 years in, in with the Angels, he's an all-star once. All right, think about that. 11 years an all-star 10 times with the Angels, a decade so about the same time with both teams, he's an all-star once, right? Every single year, all 10 years he was with St. Louis, he knocked in over 100 runs, right? In a decade with the Angels, he knocked in 100 runs 4 times. Right? His batting average with the with the with the Cardinals, he was never under 300. His worst batting average was 312. With his decade in in, in Los Angeles with the Angels, he never hit over 300 once. I mean, I mean you, no matter how you look at it, this is, boy, you looked at, at a 10-year contract and Pujols played three playoff games compared to, like, 500 with the Cardinals when he was there, and none of this works out. This should be the contract they put up when they go, this is why, well, this is Miguel Cabrera. Like, this is why you don't pay guys <laughs> this kind of money because it's not going to work out. What did the Angels get for this return? Nothing. They played three playoff games. Three playoff games in 10 years because what you're buying is you're buying Albert Pujols to be a team that contends and is in the playoffs and you're making money and you're relevant and you're winning Mm -hmm. and it just didn't happen. This is the contract you look at and they go, this is why you don't pay guys that kind of money. I'm going to give you
5: a big hug and now I'm going to smack you upside the head because the on field and saying you didn't win a title and... That's a tough house to look, to grow up with you. I, that's a really difficult. No, house. no. I like look. The girls get a little, you know, the little pat on the head, uh, you know, when they say something truly
0: dumb. Uh, then no, I met you with your brothers.
5: I mean you. Oh no, that, no, that's no. Where this is look, man. From. Okay. There's there's part of a book that and my upbringing <laughs> that no, man, it, it, it ain't all sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows, uh, as you like to say. But uh, we make do with what we we have. And and look, when we wrestled. Uh, and tried to do some of the moves of our heroes, we uh, had an agreement. You go full bore. Uh, Anyway, when it comes to Albert Pujols and any of these contracts, you know me, as much as I love to talk about all-star games and World Series trophies and everything else, remember, it is still a business. Right? We've got a lot of stories tonight that, that cycle around. You've got that Georgia bill that people are up in arms about. Remember, it's all about trying to grow the biggest bag and, and take your biggest part of it as you can. The Angels signed a TV deal, as you recall, worth $3 billion after announcing Albert Poolholes. And if Albert Pujols isn't there, is Mike Trout the player he is? Again, they haven't won with him either, so you can have that argument uh, just as
0: to how great he is, right, Hot if you want to do, do that, says too. Mike says Mike Trout sucks. Hang on.
5: Well, sorry, I, I put it out there. Just saying, <laughs> all right, you could give me war. You could give me all the data points you want. In the end, he ain't winning. Right, it's, so you, what what does it mean, right? If we're gonna pa- play that game when it comes to the NBA, let let's let's tra- bring it here as well. But you had Pujols come in and obviously uh, an absolute monster with the Cardinals. Uh, he, what nine hundred, uh, actually a thousand, or are there about uh, extra base hits when it's all said and done? Uh, the huge batting average hitting three twenty eight in St. Louis uh, against two fifty six for the Angels, which is kind of funny because normally you would expect a lot more robust numbers based on lineups and not having to uh, give up outs with weak hitting catchers, second baseman, and the pitchers that you have in the National League. So it's kind of funny uh, that it worked out that way. So, again, uh, go back to, as Ben Maller would say, the cheating Cardinals, and let's ask some questions about everything that was going on there. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember any trash cans or whatever, but always fun to watch. But when we, when we analyze it to me it's the there's different ways to look through this uh it's a veritable kaleidoscope right if you just want to go to hey this failed because the numbers were down he was older all-stars are always tough it's kind of like pro bowls right pro bowls you can be the sixth alternate and you get to the pro bowl uh in the american league trying to get in at first base there's always another hot you know 40 home run first baseman so you you just become uh, a jag uh in that regard but when when we get down to it there's also the dollars and cents look they've always drawn 3 million people but that tv deal that that comes on the heel of all right we got this guy coming off his mvps coming off his world series rings Do do you ascribe all of it to it? No, it's still the L.A. market, and you're going to have a big dollar sign to it. Uh, But I don't don't think we can diminish that. So when, when you have the tail of the tape, did you get the dollars and cents on the field? No, but I guarantee you those guys are all smiling going, that was a pretty savvy deal, even if it didn't get us the rest of the way. And then they just have to look at some of the other guys they signed along the way that failed miserably, the Hamilton debacle. Vernon Wells, a number of pitchers that they signed as a high-price item that none of them worked out and pitched worth worth anything, right? Hey, we signed another number one. What's he pitching like? Well, the equivalent of the number five guy over there. So, you know, that's the other thing. is It's, it's one thing how you spend your money on Albert Pujols. Just remember that the rest of that squad had its issues, and, and the, re, the investments were there in a total dollar amount uh, but spent poorly at those other positions.
0: Twitter at How about a Fresca Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Now, the, the thing is, all right, now I hear you on the TV thing, and it is the L.A. market, so it is money you can put in. I'll give you a little bit of Stray that. Straight
3: cash, baby. But, uh, but, but, but let, let, dollars let and cents.
0: But, but let me tell you this. Woo! I'm going to ask you this about Albert Pujols. Yeah. Tell me one moment you remember from his 10-year Angels career. Well, I remember, you, all, that, his, you remember. Uh, all his milestones. Do you remember? You remember all the milestones? What was his 3,000th hit? What did he get? Do you remember? His three thousand. hit? We talked about it. We talked about it. I don't remember. I don't remember what his 3,000th hit was, and I'm sure we talked about it. I, I can't remember one moment from his Angels career where I could say, boy, that was a big moment. That was a big thing. That no, because in thing. the he, same he, game, I Mike Trout one. probably did something better. Yeah, <laughs> Trout was four for five with three home runs. Didn't he so homer? He, it overshadowed. Or did he just have a hit?
5: Uh, I, I don't it. know.
0: I'm telling let's you. I, I don't uh, know.
5: Let's see. It was a single in the fifth inning on May 5th. How, how ironic is that? May 5th of 2018. I, I'm sure we off talked about Mike Leak. It. Oh, we would have yeah. had
0: to. I'm sure we did. Yeah. I don't remember it. I don't remember. There's, his legacy is he has no legacy. He has no legacy. That's well, he's got a,
5: a legacy in, in St. Louis. <laughs> his leg- yeah, but I mean, you're talking 10
0: years with a team. Yeah. that's a, You're a superstar. You're going to the Hall of Fame. The first 11 years of your career were absolutely unbelievable, and you have zero legacy. You have zero legacy for 10 years that you just spent in Major League Baseball. Well, Half he was an all-star in uh, 2015. Yeah, once. <laughs> he made the All-Star team once. With the, What? He, he was the 17th in MVP voting in 2014. Yeah. Oh, I remember that, yes. Remember, we did the MVP voting. <laughs> we went one through 20, and that was a big thing. Well, I got pools like 17th. That's really uh, where out. it began. <laughs> watch out. That's where it is. I mean, like this is a guy that, that could wind up with – he's not going to get many more, but he'll wind up with close to 700 homers. Mm. He's already over 3,000 hits, and he's got no legacy. He's got no legacy for the last ten years of his career. It's like he stopped if he stopped playing in twenty eleven when he was playing with the Cardinals and said, You know what, I'm done? I won the World Series. I've won three MVPs. I'm good. I'm walking away from the game. Oh, he was a Hall okay. of Famer uh, okay. first ballot without you any it. question. If- I mean, because remember
5: all those uh, comparisons? It's kind of like what mm-hmm. they did with Frank Thomas early in his career. It's like, look where he's at, Ruthie and all these heroes. Yeah. I mean, Albert Pujols was crushing those numbers out of the water as well with all the MVP, you know, what, three times the Rookie of the Year award and what? Two two or three second
0: place MVP voting. I mean just a ridiculous run. His legacy is he has no legacy. I mean, that that's it. What's his legacy? Because this could be the end of his career. Now, he could wind up playing again. Tony La Russa might wind up signing him and maybe have him, you know, pinch run for the pitcher. I hate it's, you. It's, yeah, they it may, it may have. No, 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 because I, I I tweeted that out earlier. And I was just like,
5: <laughs> it, it, look, I'll be able to call him White Sox Hall of Famer Albert Pujols, so at least I'll have that going for me. But it's when you have a guy like Andrew Vaughn and you've got some of these young guys that aren't getting regular bats as it is, that's where it gets frustrating. Like, you you need to make sure the young guys are coming up, too. If it's just for a, hey, pool holes five, I don't even know if he could wear number five. I don't think there is. I got to see if the, uh, the roster, we could have a big fight over a, a number if he signed. Didn't
0: there. Ken Griffey wear number five, right? Didn't he? And then uh, <laughs> when, when he was there for 17 games, didn't he wear number five? Well, oh, he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> His he legacy wore 17. Is, he has no legacy. He has no legacy for a decade. For a guy that's this good going to the Hall of Fame. What, what what does that tell you about what he's been able to do and accomplish in baseball for the last 10 years with the Angels and everything else? He's got zero legacy. Zero Straight cash. Zero. Uh, Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. The well, reason to find your. Go ahead. Yeah, there's no number five. Sorry. Just. OK, uh, so there you, you go. You're, you're, all right, you, I, I could tell you were very concerned about that. Well, it is. Because so you know, we, you we you had that, that
5: conversation with all of the, uh, the yeah.
0: NFL's new rules. So, you know, you don't want someone to get screwed. There you go. No, and and, and, hey, if you get Albert Pools 5, you can probably sell an NFT thing. It might be worth a little bit.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.
7: Old-school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Let me tell you the goober I am, Mike Harmon. All right, now I told you, I listen What did you to this- do? I listen to this album all the time, right? I mean, it's like mm-hmm. I, I, this is I, – I, for my, my lifetime, this, this – and Appetite for Destruction are probably my two favorite albums of all time that I still Not listen bad. to 30, 40 years later. It's good for and you. And every time I'm in the car and I listen to I Would Die For You, I do the thing from the movie where, where he, he does this thing, he's playing I Would Die For You and he puts like, he's got a gun to his head and he puts it in, he goes, I would, and then he, would, he puts a gun to his head, die, and he does the number four and then he points to the audience. And so I always try, anytime I'm in the car driving and it's playing out the window rolled down, I'm doing I would die for you. And I know people to look at me like what the hell is this guy doing? no i dig that <laughs> no that's, I'm just that's doing good i would die for you and i keep and the thing is he does it over and over and over again in the song yeah. and and he does it over and over and over again in purple rain in the movie so i'm doing this like like 10 or 15 times in a row because that's most of the song is i would die for you i do the point the four and i point no it's good I'm, I'm i i dig that about you no that's fine <laughs> I am a goober. My guy, oh, that that's
5: okay. That, that yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. It's healthy. And 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 certainly this past year when you're in the car, I mean, you, you look, you're around your family all day. Look, Matt, Eleanor's to gotten to the point, right? My older daughter, for those unaware, uh she's 15 uh you know the the pandemic and certainly in california at home a lot <laughs> right finally mm-hmm. getting back to school and and half days and all of these kind of things but her thing towards the end of the day is you know madeline's off to soccer and her mom takes her there and, and then i'm getting ready to leave to go do the show and she's like you just need to go and I'm like why it's like we got time we can hang she's like No 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 i want to sing you don't want to sing while I'm here? It's like, nah, I just want to be really <laughs> loud and sing what I want. I'm like, what are you singing? Like, are, have, you, have you gone and picked a couple of songs from Appetite for Destruction or something that you want to sing along to? <laughs> or you, you've got some of the, the, the classic Sex Pistols songs where every other word's an F-bomb? I mean, what, what are we no, doing no, here? No, this is it is. She wants it's... to be alone. So that's what no. you're doing in the car is it's your safe space by yourself, and
0: now you can be loud and, and scare people on the street. No, no. Here's what it is. I'm. I know. You know. Knowing girl, knowing girls like I do. You know, with my daughter, your daughters. What I like is. Hey, be careful there. (laughs) She has made up a song about you, and it goes something like, "Oh, I hate my dad. He's such a jerk. Never lets me do anything. Doesn't let me take the dog out. Takes the dog out. Wears the purple shorts around the house. Like she's got an original song about you that she wants to sing. That is better if it's by herself. Oh, I mean that's fine. Uh, Oh, my dad. Oh, to, jerk. to take always the- talks about Northwestern. I can't stand Northwestern. He always talks about Northwestern. Well, she's talking about going to Michigan, so we got problems. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, you got you got big problems, man. That's big problems. Boy, Why? That's, that's big. That's Big Ten crime right there. You went to Northwestern. She's gonna go, listen. I tell Zoe you can go wherever you want to. I'd say you can't go to Georgetown. She goes, what? I go, you can't go. She says, what is George? And I go, that doesn't matter. You can't go. Wherever, whatever you do, I'll let you go wherever you want to go to school, as long as it's not too far. I said, I'll let you go wherever you want to go, but you're not going to Georgetown. I go, that is not, that is not a school. I can't have that. I just can't. No, That's I've, the I've only just, school.
5: The only thing I, I've told her is if, if you're not staying local, you because know, California is where we reside and work and everything else, uh, but if you decide that you're, you're going abroad, you, you got to go somewhere where I can start buying up real estate. So that wow. it becomes an okay. investment while you're in school. Here, you're going to live in a house that we own. Okay. And, and look, it's it's about moguling, Smith. All right. I, I don't think small. We think big
0: picture and, and gobbling up a piece of the American dream. You know, Eleanor, she's the one that's the freshman that lives by herself in the house. Oh, man, that kegger is going to be awesome at her place, man. Don't got to worry about sneaking the beer in through the window as and bring it all she, the way up. Look,
5: as long as she gets to a proper pricing structure... in terms of
0: folks getting in and out of the house and and what goes on, I'm, I'm good with it. Oh, man, that's exactly what's going to happen, man. You guys, no, 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 no. That's exact. Wow. Okay. I, 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 think you need an intervention. I need to come. To, I need to come. Okay. The Michigan thing we got to come talk about. Uh, the hating your dad song that she's singing. We got to talk. Well, we gotta I talk mean, about. Well, there's, a, there's a lot of those. And then don't think
5: for a minute that Zoe doesn't have at least one of those on YouTube. <laughs> oh my dad's <laughs> jerk.
0: I don't like him anymore. He goes and walk his dog, comes back and yells at me for not doing my chores. Like that's, like that's probably her song. I think she's a little more creative and certainly in a higher pitch
5: and maybe on oh, okay. pitch. Oh, maybe. Could be. Okay. Now, she actually can sing quite well. Right. So it's good to, good to see that fire in the belly has returned, which is uh, what I hope all the kids out there and, and certainly everybody listening coast to coast, we appreciate you across the vast Fox Sports Radio Network, iHeartRadio app, wherever you're getting us, SiriusXM XM, Channel 83. We could do that all day because we're the voice in your head. Uh, whatever it is that, that gets you stoked, uh, maybe you can get back into it now that things are opening up. I brought I bought Broadway tickets today, Smith. I mean, it's a new world order. You are, but you don't even
0: live in New York. Yeah, so wh- wh- I'm, gonna, wh- I'm going to travel to New York at the end of okay. the year. And, and what are you going to We're going to go, gonna go see six. six. You, know, well, what, you see. know what? Don't go see that. Go see seven. Seven's better. Actually, eight. Well, is, is, is I'm only going if Morgan
5: Freeman yeah. is
0: there, and, well, the other guy can't be in his role. Yeah. No, no, no. Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. Go see nine, because nine is better than eight. You're sleeping on four. Seven. Anyway, you think four? No, four wasn't nearly as good as six. There's a reason why it was before him. You know, hey, do you know why the well, people man, in six... Well, man, five's the Joe DiMaggio story. You, you uh, know, <laughs> listen, you know why the people in six hate the people who are in seven? Why? Because seven, eight, nine. Oh, boy. <laughs> See yourself out. <laughs> you, I just gave you, you the best
2: dad do, joke do ever. Ev- do you even know what
5: <laughs> six is? Can I, can I explain <laughs> to the people my excitement here? It's the, it's the, it's the musical about Stan Musial. Yes. Yes. Again, it goes back to St. Louis legends. It's about the six wives of Henry VIII reuniting as a super group and singing okay. about their experiences. Some of the songs right. are so off the, the charts. Okay. It's amazing. Wow. All right. I, I assume go. Anne
0: Boleyn is a very big character in that. And I Jane Seymour. There you go. Not, not that Jane Seymour, the, the no. other Jane Seymour. Yeah. Not, not, not that uh, Jane Seymour. Not the one, call me kitty cat. <laughs> no, 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 not not that Jane Seymour. Uh, Twitter, and how about a fresca? Mike, it's swollen dome. Oh, I can't believe I got my 789 joke. <laughs> that was that was terrible. <laughs> I haven't heard that in years, but good God, man. <laughs> oh, I got Zoe's friends with a great one the other day. We were just hanging out uh, at the house, and I go, oh, my God, did you hear about this hen? And friends go, what? No, this hen that can count its own eggs? They're like, what? I go, yeah, there's, I'm, I'm watching this video now. It's this hen that's counting its own eggs. Look at it. It's amazing. They go, oh, my God, what is it? And I go, it's a math a chicken. And they all just walked away from me like, okay, done, done. Let's go outside. Leave my dad that jerk in here. <laughs> uh, my kids probably would have punched you in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a math of a chicken. Uh, so we said, and I've, I've told you this, every day there's going to be an Aaron Rodgers story in, in sports every single day. I don't know what it's going to be, but this clearly is going to be the through line from now until when Aaron Rodgers is traded. It could be on June 2nd, it could be the middle of training camp, but there is gonna be Aaron Rodgers stories every single day. And some of them, I'm gonna tell you, are full of crap. And there's two <laughs> stories today that are out there that are absolutely full of crap. Here's the first one. Former Packers teammate John Kuhn, who went on a podcast today and, and said that – I went on a ra- radio today and said that Aaron Rodgers is, quote, conflicted about staying with the Packers or leaving. Here he is. Oh, no, that's Adam Schefter. We were, you, you jumped us on Adam Schefter. Uh, let's hear John Kuhn first and then Adam Schefter, Teicher.
8: He's conflicted because this man loves to play the game of football. This man loves to be a Green Bay Packer, and this man – truly sees um, careers. He's watched friends leave. He watched Brett Favre's career um, towards the end. He's watched all these things play out in front of his eyes. He's taken notes throughout his entire career. He's seen um, some situations that, that didn't feel um, were done or, or finished the way that they could or should have. And he's just trying to take his own destiny within his own hands. And to that effect, I actually admire him because not many players in the NFL have that opportunity. I sure as heck didn't. Uh, I, I played until everybody told me you can't play anymore, and it's a humbling feeling. And Aaron Rodgers has an opportunity to try and you know, take a little bit of that power back.
0: Okay, that's a load of crap. Right As is the Adam Schefter you're going to hear right now a few seconds of. Him saying that his big scoop that he had on the day of the draft, that Aaron Rodgers is upset and doesn't think he can go back into Green Bay, was a story that Adam Schefter sat on for a while and then let it go because, well, he felt it was time. Let's hear him. This was an accumulation all during the offseason of just
6: listening to people talk and observing. And if we go back to the NFC Championship game, And it sounds almost like he's saying goodbye to Green Bay. And so your
5: antenna's up. And I'm just telling you throughout the course of the offseason, there was rarely a week that went by where I didn't hear something about Aaron Rodgers. And on draft day, there's a report that morning from Paul Allen out in Minneapolis that the 49ers made a draft offer, which they didn't make an offer. They never made an offer. And other people are saying that the 49ers called. And I said, how long till it gets out that Aaron Rodgers wants that agreement. Is it next week? Is it next when he doesn't show to the OTAs? Is it next month when he isn't? It's going to come out. What does it matter if it comes out now or next
0: week or next month? This is a load of crap as well. This is a load <laughs> of crap as well. Because you could say that Schefter wanted to wait to say, well, I'm going to say it the first, you know, on the day of the NFL draft and improve ratings. But that's why both these stories are crap. Rodgers is the most calculating player in the NFL by far. No message gets out without his approval or his strict desire to get that message out, right? The conversation with Brett Favre yesterday and Brett Favre saying, yeah, I think he wants out. I don't think he's coming back okay guess what Aaron Rodgers just used Brett Favre for five minutes to get that message out there and Brett Favre enjoyed hey I talked to Aaron and he told me this is what's going on and and he's going to talk to me after John Kuhn saying he's conflicted he's not conflicted he wants out this is a message that that Aaron Rodgers wanted out because he doesn't want to be the bad guy right doesn't want to be the bad guy doesn't want to be the guy full of hate leaving Green Bay and the fans not standing in so hey you know what before this gets out of control a bit I want people to know I'm conflicted boom here's John Kuhn in an interview Saying, hey, I got an Aaron Rodgers scoop and John Kuhn enjoys a whole day of people talking about him and 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 social media and everything else. And here's Adam Schefter. Really? Adam Schefter waited until that it was just an accumulate. There was no coincidence other than, hey, I just felt felt I had to say it. Yeah, I get that part of it is it's day one of the NFL draft, but there's no way that message is getting out unless Aaron Rodgers is okay with it and pushed it that way. Because if that was the case and it wasn't true, Aaron Rodgers would have came out right away and said, Whoa, that is not true. That had not, not happened. I have not told people that. None of those things have happened. Adam Schefter, that is a bad story. That is a poo-poo take, sir. I'm going to go all Marcus Stroman on you. But none of that happened. Every story that gets out from Aaron Rodgers' perspective where it's something that he said or did is something that he wants out and he figures out the way to do it. He's like LeBron James. LeBron does everything calculated. There's, there, there's It's not like he walks around haphazard with no rhyme or reason why he says and does things. Aaron Rodgers is the same thing he wanted this part out right before the draft boom because why he was hoping the Packers would be able to trade him and they would panic and they would send him to San Francisco or someplace else because hey here what you gotta do you got seven hours to get this done because the draft is coming and I don't want to be here you really think Adam Schefter just decided hey I'm gonna say this because no there's a reason why that's what Aaron Rodgers wanted Adam Schefter has great relationships with people and this is how he keeps it going and the same thing with John Kuhn hey you know what I'm conflicted, John. Knowing John Coons going to go on an interview and say, "Hey, I talked to Aaron." He's a little conflicted. Well, now I get. Now that's good. What did I do today? If I'm Aaron Rodgers, well, I got that story out that I'm conflicted. I don't want the fans to hate me. And a- Adam Schefter tells his story about, "Hey, this is just a bunch of information." Hey, everything I wanted to accomplish was accomplished in this situation. That's what Aaron Rodgers. So all these stories about, oh, here's—they're all a load of crap. They're all things that Aaron Rodgers wanted out there, and they got out there. That's what this is.
5: Well, and then you got folks mad at Schefter's like why'd you do it on the day of the draft right uh, you had uh, joe horn getting after it because his son as the first defensive player hey he should have gotten more shine like there's plenty of time for that right and obviously they have their moments they'll have their unveilings and and press conferences at their team whatever this was the biggest stage And what it was going to come from Schefter or it was going to come from Glazer. And if you have the the story, whether it's the amalgam with like little threads in there, what what day are you probably going to get folks talking a little bit that you have relationships with draft day? Because they're trying they're scrambling, trying to figure out, you know, how they're connecting the dots to the pick they're going to make. So maybe you got just enough that day that pushed you to that, not to mention, as you say, the Rogers side of things. You had James Jones uh, on NFL Now talking about his relationship with Aaron Rodgers. I talked to him all the time. I talked to him a lot. He basically took the, the company line as in the – aaron rogers company line uh everything that he's done this isn't him he's not a guy that wants to go out there and leak all this stuff uh so whoever's doing that as a friend of aaron rogers i can say that it's not him and it's never been him to do anything like that either way <laughs> but the long of it gets to oh i think it's fixable from, you know, talking to him all the time, which maybe it is. You know, another te- ex-teammate, A.J. Hawk, uh, also in appearances. He was with McAfee and, and everything. Uh, he kind of said the same thing, that it's tempestuous at this point, but not, you know, un- a thing that can't be bridged, which is curious, right? We did our the, the odds yesterday, and you got everybody mad at you, as you're wont to do. But now it's the all right, comberheads prevail. And it, as I've said all along, and I know this was starting to become a talking point the last twenty four hours elsewhere, I've said all along, where's he winning most likely? Is if he stays there. So when you're you're talking about legacy, like if he actually cares about that stuff, he stays in the green and gold. Much to my
0: chagrin, and that champagne bottle that'll never get opened. Uh, listen, or he could go to the Jets. I mean, let's just say you know it's there. <laughs> it, it's there for that. Just hanging uh. out there. Twitter, ad, I tell you, I'd like him in Denver. I'd like him in Denver. I'd also like him in, in San Francisco. I think they could do a lot of winning there. I'll tell you, those two teams I like. Uh, but just know, he wants out for this, like this John Kuhn story. He wants to control how people see him as the bad guy. So here's a story he wants to get to the media that explains that. See, I'm a good guy. I, I, I care about the fans and my teammates. I care. I care. Everything is calculated. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at ninety-nine percent of places in the US that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. That's discovered.com slash yes. Twenty twenty one Nielsen report limitations they do apply. Uh, right now in the NBA. First half, the Lakers and the Clippers. The Lakers are closer than I thought it would be at this point. Uh, The Clippers up by six, (laughs) 35-29. Kyle Kuzma with 11 points for the Lakers, AD just four so far. Uh, Pretty balanced scoring so far for the Clippers. you got Kawhi Leonard leading the way with seven. Uh, We'll keep you updated on this game throughout the night. It would be a huge win for the Lakers, but more than likely it's going to be another night where the Clippers remind us, hey, don't leave us out of the title contest." conversation you're having because we are that good uh but there are you know you hear me say sometimes mike there are there's one story we're waiting to do all day yeah two stories i've been waiting to there are three stories i've been waiting to do all day all day all right all day long uh one of them we kind of did a little bit but but there's three stories i wanted to do and i wanted to do how berman would announce oh boy. these three stories happening today Okay. All right. You ready? Okay. okay. All right. You know what? He had been whoops. long dormant. <laughs> so did you get a memo from, the, you know, a family member that was no, no, mad no. at you or whatever? I just, when I saw these stories today, I said, oh, yeah, I got to do, oh, I got to, okay, yeah, I got to do that tonight. All right. So here we go. Now you saw uh, today the Lions wave running back carry on Johnson. Right? Yeah, and That happened earlier today. It's supposed to be the next great running back for the Lions, and still he's one of the— Some injury know, issues, and yeah. Yeah, and still they haven't had anybody good since Barry Sanders. Uh, so here's Berman announcing Carrion Johnson being waived by the Lions. With his release, Carrion's wayward career may see peace if it's done, TJ. Wow, a little deeper. Mm, you like that, huh? Yeah, no, that's good. This news is on the mark. Carry on, Johnson has been released by the Lions. TJ. <laughs> I mean, I got in Mark Carry on. Like five people got that, but that—that's I got Mark <laughs> Carry on it. That's a good one. <laughs> go, go look it up, kids. Uh, what, what are we talking? We're, we're what mid to late eighties? Is that where we're going with that yeah, one? Yeah, late eighties for Mark Carry on. Sure, That oh, sounds late, right. Late 80s. sure. Yeah, uh, but really, the Carry on, my wayward son, would be was you know that was no. The well, I mean, that's a little on the nose, but yeah. Uh, you saw today the Dolphins released one of their captains, Bobby McCain. Yeah. saw that story earlier today. That was a bit of a shocker. The Dolphins released their captain as Miami was no longer good enough for me and Bobby McCain, TJ. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Chris Christophers is going to come beat you with a guitar. <sighs> Busted flat in Baton Rouge waiting for a train, TJ. <laughs> Bobby McCain, me and Bobby McCain. All right. so And now the Angels waving Albert Pujols. Angels waving Albert Pujols. Okay? okay. Angels waving yeah. Albert Pujols. Okay. Okay. Baby, I can feel the halos, halos, halos. Let Albert Pujols fade away, TJ. <laughs> okay.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think yeah. you've brought it. I think you've brought it back too much. You think? You think? Hey, I think we need to ration okay. it a little bit more. All right, all right, I mean, right, the fact they okay, you got okay. Mer- Mark Carrion in. I did. That I mean, was a good. That one. was that pretty was a good. Because from uh, folks that don't know, Met, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from
0: Sal Pointe Catholic High School. All right, here's a <laughs> Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. Look at you having Mark Carry on trivia. All right, here we go. Here's the next one. Mm-hmm. The Angels have had enough. Prince Albert has been canned. TJ. Wow, wow. It's just just anger. That's I uh, uh, come on. I mean, it's and true. This, the- uh, no, I told the you. Jason Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, coming up next, uh, very surprised that the fan base of one NFL team hates me when I tried to get the Marin Rodgers last <laughs> night. I, I can't believe this. It's coming up next right here, Fox Sports Radio.
2: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss.